Welcome to the Unqualified Sports Podcast, where this unqualified athlete gives you the most qualified sports opinions. Well, let's get right into it. We had a great weekend of NBA playoff basketball this weekend. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty cool, man. It's a lot of crazy stories. A lot of parody uh, in the NBA this year in the playoffs, man. Last year was like foregone conclusion. Cavs, Warriors, you know, everybody knew the Warriors was going to win. You know, even me as a LeBron James fan, I knew that he was just undermatched. I want to say this before I say anything else, though, before I get into my stories and what I wanted to discuss. I'm going to be honest, and it's not because I he used to play for the Cavs, and it's not because I want him to be playing for the Cavs, but, man, I miss Kyrie Irving, man. Like, Kyrie Irving, a magician with the basketball, man, like, I, I, am I the only person that feel like we need Kyrie Irving in, in the playoffs right now? Like, man, anyway, okay, back to, back to what, you know, what, what I came here to discuss. Let's get on LeBron and the Cavs. And I start to think, this is the question that I developed for myself. Are the Pacers that bad or is LeBron that good? Because it seems as if, like, you know, LeBron putting up these great numbers. Cool. And the Pacers just can't beat LeBron because that's the only person they got to beat. LeBron really single-handedly beating the Pacers right now. He got them tied 2-2 in this series. I don't know how this even goes. It makes no sense to me. And I'm a LeBron James fan. And honestly, I, I listen I listen to some of the commentators like Charles Barkley who say the Wizards had a... The worst half-court offense I've ever seen. But really and truly, it's so hard to watch the Cavs games because their offense sucks. Period. It has no flow. They don't run any plays. It's horrible to watch, especially as a fan of basketball in general. Like, I like to see passing of the ball, maybe some isolation here and there, but it's like, bruh, like, Seriously, Tyron Lue, like, what are you doing? And like to me, you know, a lot of people gonna give LeBron a whole bunch of a whole bunch of flag. And I'm not trying to uh, dumb down the the load of crap that LeBron gonna get for either winning or losing this series or whatever happens, right? But when are we gonna point out that Tyron Lue isn't doing a really good job at coaching? They don't pass the ball. The plays that they run are LeBron, drive, and find somebody open. LeBron, go to the basket. LeBron, shoot the three. Uh, not to mention, Jordan Clarkson really got this COVID thing. He taking it too far. He will not pass the ball. You, you put the ball in his hands, he going to take the shot. Or he going to turn it over. One of the two. It's like, he a good player. He can be real good. But, man, it's like, bro, you got to learn to pass the ball, man. Like. You're not that dude. You, you, they ain't what they, that ain't what they wanted you here for. Not to be that dude. Not to be that dude. And not to mention the rest of the, the offense, man. It's just, it's just, it's really horrible to watch uh, the Pacers. And that's why it's like, are they really just that bad to where they just can't collectively come together to beat LeBron and them? Like, they barely beating them. But the first game, they, they bust them. They bust them up. But the second time they won the game, it's like, they. They barely won the game. It's like, y'all can't be that. Y'all not that bad. 
Y'all can't be that bad of a team. Uh, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Um, honestly, though, I almost rather watch the Celtics and the Bucks play. It seems like every one of their games go down to the wire. They have only one really big name uh, in the series, and that's uh, Giannis. And I mean, Giannis, Giannis on a uh, on a poster making run. He been posterizing people left and right. Like he he. <laughs> He putting enough uh, highlights together in this series. He ain't gonna need. He ain't gonna need to dunk on nobody else for the rest of the playoffs because he didn't put enough people on posters already. But it seems to me that this series is actually more entertaining to watch than uh, than the than the than the Pacers and the Cavs. I mean, it's no real big names, you know. Uh, it's not really that chippy of a series, other than Rozier and. Uh, and uh, Drew, I mean Eric Bledsoe, I mean, but <clears throat> but other than that, excuse me, but other than that, I mean it's just good basketball. And let's not and let and let's let's give some credit what credit is due. First off, gotta get a credit to uh, Brad Stevens, really really good coach. I spoke about this with with my uh, my uh, my basketball expert man, uh, my boy Shot. He's a really good coach. People not giving him any credit. Gordon Hayward went down. They still was battling for the one or the two spot. Kyrie Irving went down. They still didn't lose the two spot. And they still almost still won the first number one seed. It to make to be the number one seed in the playoffs. So, I mean, dude really good coach. But let, let's 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 just everybody, you know, they got a lot of people speculating, oh, Kawhi Leonard might go there, they might trade. Uh they, they they might trade Jalen Brown. Uh, they they might trade uh, uh, Jason Tatum. No, them little dudes right there, first and second year players, second and first year players. How I listed them. Them dudes, the truth. They are showing the world right now that they can ball and they young and they athletic. And they could shoot, and they could drive, and they could finish, and they play defense. Let me tell you something, bro. Boston has done, man, shout out to Danny Ainge, man. Danny Ainge, GM of the year, period. GM of the probably decade because the, the moves this man makes, he keeps some kind of way figure out how to keep his team relevant while building it all at the same time. And them two dudes that he got right there, and he t- man, he tall too, and he's man, telling you, bro, Kyrie Irving. Just imagine this lineup now. Just imagine this lineup now. Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and uh, and he, Al Horford, and you got uh, Terry Rozier coming off the bench. Man, I'm not even a Boston fan like that, bro. But who you gonna guard? You can't double team nobody. Everybody could score. Everybody could play defense. Man, bro, look, they serious, and they don't need to be taken lightly. But the real question is, if the Celtics win this series, even as a two seed, is that a, considered an upset with all the pieces that they have missing? I don't know. Uh, I, hmm. I would like to see the bus go to the next round, but let's just let's just be honest. They don't have good coaching, so we're gonna see how that end up playing 
playing, how that ended up playing out. Because I don't see it actually uh, being too good for the Bucks. I just think that eventually they're going to get out coached, even though they're way more of a talented team with the players that they have on the floor. But I guess we'll see. The Wizards and the Raptors. So make sure, hold up, make sure y'all follow us on IG underscore unqualified sports on IG. So I posted this question on IG yesterday. I said, would the Pacers and the Raptors be a more entertaining of a series in the second round? A lot of people say, yeah, actually like 60-something percent, 67 percent of the people say yes. Well, the last time I checked, right? But that was before I watched the Wizards and the Raptors game. So, the Wizards kind of showing them that they not about to just lay down and that they actually are talented. Now, like I said, I still have the Raptors winning the series. But, I mean, and the reason I say that is because, to me, DeMar DeRozan is the closest thing to Kobe Bryant since Kobe Bryant. And I know it haven't been that long since Kobe Bryant, but if you watch this dude play, he balling. Period. He balling. And, I mean, it is what it is. He got a smooth mid-range game, and he really unguardable, honestly, uh, until he faces LeBron, as they like to say. But we'll see how that goes if both of those teams make it to the second round. But let's just let's just kind of weigh them out pound for pound backcourse, right? You got Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, and you got John Wall and Bradley Bill. Now, me personally, pound for pound, I really think the Wizards have a better backcourt. When you putting both of them together. Now, if you put DeMar DeRozan and Bradley Beal, I got to go DeMar DeRozan. I think he's a better all-around player. He doesn't shoot the ball as well, but he can score the ball better than Beal, right? But Beal can score. like they, And this like splitting halves. It's not like he way better of a scorer than Bradley Beal. Because we all know Bradley Beal could shoot the three like, like nobody's business. Like he one of the best three-point shooters in the game. John Wall, on the other hand, against Kyle Lowry, which I don't know how Kyle Lowry make the All-Star team. I, I don't I don't get it. I think it I guess people get injured or, or whatever it is. But Kyle Lowry can't can't sniff John Wall jockstrap. Period. John Wall just that much better. John Wall might be top five point guard in the league. Kyle Lowry might be top fifteen-ish point guard in the league. Maybe around 11 or 12. He not top 10 to me. But that's up for argument. If you got something you want to say about it, go on go on IG, uh, wherever. You know, look, look us up. But either way, I think the Wizards have a chance. Do I think they're going to win? Probably not. We'll see what this next, this next game holds. Uh, but John Wall right now carrying the team. Bill was absent the two first games. You know, like, I don't know if he thought it was, like, after a holiday or something. He just didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? Or if he was going into it. I don't know what it was, but he didn't show up. But last night, he showed up. And they put him in foul trouble. And he still scored 31. They had five minutes left in the game. If he would kept playing, he probably would have put 40 on him. But John Wall did what John Wall was supposed to do and finished the game. Normally, the Wizards don't do that. They did it at home. Let's see if they could bring that on the road. You know, people saying, Stephen A. was saying how Kyle Lowry and them just don't look worried. Like, they taking these dudes for granted. They keep sleeping on them. Kyle Lowry, the re- Kyle Lowry one, of the, one of the men that don't need to be sleeping on them. If anything, he need to be worried about John Wall. Because John Wall, 
letting him know that I'm better than you. And you will never be as good as me. So, either way, but look, man, the Spurs, right? The Spurs. They said, man, y'all not going to sweep us, man. And we got to hold it down for old Aaron, man. Think we going to just let her pass away and we ain't going to get a dub for her? Y'all sleep out here. You know what I'm saying? Man, who came through with the miracle? Matter of fact, real quick, real quick plug. Shout out BB Jew, the miracle drops. That's the miracle that uh that man who actually need. He need to kind of grow that little patch right in the back of his head. You know, BB Jew, the miracle drops probably could get him back right on the back end, on the front. I know I got to cop me some to get this beard real full before I go get married. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her. But man who pulled off the miracle at the end, I think he scored 10 of his 17 or 19 points in the last quarter of the game. He stepped up, you know. That's what Manu do. I mean, he like the Argentinian Jordan. You know what I'm saying? That's what he do. And he told he told the uh, media, we 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 ain't, basically we not laying down. We we not gonna we we got a lot of we got our leader hurt right now, and we got we had to win one for him basically. And that's what he did. But this got kind of got me speculating. Excuse me. Stephen A. mentioned it. I kind of thought about it too. The Warriors just watched the Pelicans sweep. The Trailblazers. And they punished them. They ain't just regular sweep them. They punished them. Like, but hey, they made them look like they didn't belong in the playoffs. Like, they probably should have been playing Denver or something. Right? So, with that being said, maybe they was like, let me lose a game. I don't really care if we win this game. It give us about an extra 24 to 36 hours before we actually got to play the uh, Pelicans. And maybe Steph will be a little more healthy so he can have time to come back maybe midway through the series other than at the end of the series. Because they going to be for real. I don't know. Maybe it's just me speculating. I don't know. I kind of question Kevin. Kevin Durant showed up last night. though. I, I question his heart. He showed up last night. He was the only one acting like he was trying to win. It was like the other Warriors like, chill out, Kevin. Let's lose real quick. We really need Curry for this team. So we're going to see how that go too, man. It's going to be very, very, very interesting next round of the playoffs. I can't wait. Shot. Second round, dog. We got to get you back, B. We got to get you back. We got to discuss these matchups, dog. The Pels brought the brooms out. Wasn't playing, man. Ain't too much more to say about this series other than AD. Uh, like they, I heard somebody use this reference of by AD this morning. They said uh, AD is getting into his Matrix moment. And Brian Winhurst said this. He said it's almost like when Neo found out that he was just better than everybody and he could just bend the Matrix and. And he just was in control. He just had gotten to that flow of, I'm better than everybody. I could just do whatever I want. And I could just defeat everything. He said that's what AD kind of getting into his matrix moment. And really and truly, AD averaging 33 and 11. He balling. Uh, shout out to my my uh, new Alpha chapter brothers of Five Beta Sigma. Uh, the notorious new Alpha chapter. Blue Five. You already know. But... We have some. We have a lot of debates about Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday stepping up in these playoffs. They always. We have a debate of is Drew Holiday uh, clutch or does he make mistakes in clutch moments? Well, 
they ain't even had to worry about that really because they've been he been balling but that's up for another whole another debate that we could discuss at another time but are the warriors really maybe scared of these dudes i think they actually might be we gotta wait and see nine out of ten the warriors gonna win the series they gonna meet the pals I think, man, it's got a lot of storylines in this in this series. You got AD versus KD. Who going to go at AD? Who going to go at KD? And when is Steph coming back? Can Clay uh, Thompson uh, be held in check by Drew Holiday? Uh, Rondo. I mean, playoff Rondo. Like, so many stories. I can't wait. I can't wait to discuss this, bro. I can't wait to discuss this. Great, great matchup. I can't wait to see. I'm, and this is my hot take on it. If Steph Curry don't come back before game six of that series, because it's going it's going the distance. If Steph Curry don't come back before game six of that series, the Pels win that series in seven. If he come back game four, I, I give him that one game. I think by that by the end of the series, they go home for game seven, they'll win. But if they don't, they're going to beat them on their home flow. KD going to try to show up, but AD going to outshine him. That's my hot take. You take it to the bank. Remember, you heard it first on Unqualified Sports. You heard it first here. That's what you heard it first at. But let's go on to Westbrook being mad at Rubio, talking about, yeah, he had a good game, but that shit ain't going to happen again. I promise you that. I hope not, Westbrook. I hope not, bro. You average a triple-double again. You are a great player. You are a great player. You got outplayed by Ricky Rubio. So you taking that personal? Yeah, I agree with that. You supposed to take that personal. Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio was like the the Spanish uh, Pete, Pistol Pete Maravich. And then showed up and he really wasn't that good. And now he outplaying you? Man, you better not let this little rookie outplay you, man. The Jazz coming, man. They coming. And I don't. I ain't think it was going to be this year. Hopefully, Westbrook, you do something with yourself because uh, you got to get it together, big dog. And you know what? It ain't the heat going to be on you, but it ain't all on you. It's on your coach. Uh, Melo need to come off the bench. Y'all need to run more of a free-flowing offense. Y'all need to move the ball. Y'all need to play more through Steven Adams. Like, Used, you got y'all got the tools. Y'all got the tools. Y'all could be anybody in the playoffs. Period. Cause can't nobody technically beat y'all with the talent. If you look at it paper for paper, y'all could really beat anybody. But I don't know if y'all gonna get past the Jazz. I still got y'all going though. I still got y'all going. I'm talking. I'm talking to Westbrook like he like he's sitting right here next to me. Like he my dog and I we chop it up. But uh, I'm not. You know. Hopefully one day I get the chance to meet the man. And, you know we could really chop it up. You know. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. Uh, but either way, he need to step it up. Y'all need to do better. I hope y'all make it out this series because it ain't looking good for y'all right now. Um, and the Jazz, they really just play. They, they, they just get y'all. They just out coaching y'all. I mean, let's let just call it what it is. Y'all just getting out coached. You need a better coach, man. You know, it is what it is. I hate to say it. Um, and they starting to, you know, the Jazz looking like if they beat the Thunder, that they might actually beat the Rockets if the Rockets could beat the Timberwolves. Because the Timberwolves, the Rockets and the Timberwolves, like, the Timberwolves playing like they think they could really beat the Rockets. I mean, they down right now 2-1. They they actually might be playing as I'm speaking in this game four. And I haven't watched any of it yet, but they might tie this this series up. And if they do, what's going to happen? 
Everybody gonna be talking, what's going on with the Rockets? What's going on with the Rockets? You know, D'Antoni already creating an excuse. Oh, we haven't really had a good, a really playoff-style game. Whatever he said, I, I'm not going to quote him. My my whole problem with the Rockets and the, my, the reason I don't fully have belief in them, I don't have belief in D'Antoni. I don't have belief in Chris Paul. And I don't have belief in James Harden. The reason why, they never proved anything in the playoffs. Neither one of them. The biggest uh, thing that, that Chris Paul did was beat the Dallas Mavericks in the first round. He played for the, the Hornets, now Pelicans. And when they beat the Spurs that year when uh, they had the Mayweather fight after. And uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao. And one of the most boring technical fights I ever watched in my life. But either way, that game was definitely way more exciting. He won it on the buzzer beat and all that stuff. Either way, that's the only time. That Chris Paul ever proved anything in the playoffs. He ain't never been to a conference final. He this great point guard that's never been to the conference finals. And that's a whole nother debate for a whole nother day. But hopefully they get past this series. Hopefully they make it to the conference finals. Hell, hopefully they make it to the finals. They're, they won't necessarily be my pick. I'm going with the Pels because if the Pels beat the Warriors, then I think the Pels could beat them. And that's just what I think. I think that Dan Tony going to fold in coaching. And Chris Paul might all of a sudden turn into the uh, Cowley line and lose his heart. Somewhere in the, uh, him and James Hart might lose their heart somewhere in between the conference finals and the other finals. So, we'll see. We will see how that goes. I mean, it's up for debate, but we will see how that goes. Sorry for that long pause. My fiance called me to get on my ass real quick. But uh finally can come back. Uh either way, uh, I do want to touch on something real quick before I get off these NBA playoffs. Uh the 76ers, they they for real. They for real. They really real. They for real for real. They 100, 400, 300, whatever you want to call them, 1000. They real. They might go to the NBA Finals, not just the Conference Finals. That shall be seen. Uh, but the Heat gave a valiant effort, bro. I hope the Heat take them a little, you know, take them a couple more games in the series. But that's unlikely. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, Joel Embiid, he for real. Ben Simmons, Stephen A. said he get a jump shot. He going to be LeBron James part deux. That boy said part deux. I said, boy, this dude here retarded. Part deux. I'm like, man, let Ben Simmons be Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got an attitude like I don't F with none of y'all. If you ain't on my team, F you. I'm here, to, I'm here to destroy any and every opponent that come in front of me, and I'm better than everybody that come in front of me. So y'all going to have to deal with me. I ain't got to deal with y'all. Like, I like the attitude. He's not going to be lovable by the public as much. Some, like, basketball, basketball, real basketball fans going to like him. Unless he play in your conference or he play in your division or he just known for whooping you in the playoffs. Other than that, you're going to probably like Ben Simmons. You're going to like Joel Embiid. They talk trash. You know, they're young. They talk trash. And they're on a good team. And, I mean, let's just keep it real. They're on a really good team, on a really well-coached team. Hopefully the Heat could pull off another game. Shout out to my dog, D-Wade. She didn't believe in you, D-Wade. I believed in you. I did. 
I I knew you weren't gonna get swept. You too you too good of a Hall of Fame shooting guard to get swept by Ben Simmons and Embiid in the first round. Now you might get a gentleman sweep, but at least you're gonna get your respect. You know what I'm saying? You you doing a mono Ginobili without the ball spot. Shout out again, BB Judy. Uh the real BB Judy miracle drops. Uh but either way, man, we're gonna see, man, because they got uh they got the winner of the Celtics series next and Celtics and Bucks. And honestly, if they play the Bucks, that's punish. They're gonna punish them. Because they can't coach with them. But if they play the Celtics, the Celtics actually got two really good young players. They not necessarily the quality of player as Embiid and and uh and Simmons, but they got two really, really good players. Like I said earlier, bro, you think about their starting lineup next year. Man, then one of them dudes coming off the bench, because I don't think you could start Jalen and uh and Haywood or or the other cat. You might could start old boy. Oh, you start old boy at the four uh Jason T anyway. Man, they're gonna be serious, bro. Like they gonna be serious. They gonna be able to defend. Man, they gonna be for real. I ain't gonna lie. But I would rather see the Celtics play in the next round against the uh, against the Seventy Sixers. But I think they the Seventy Sixers gonna win. But I think the I think the Celtics can take them take them for a long ride. I don't think I think they could sweep the Bucks because the Bucks just don't have a good coach. I mean, just keep it real. They don't have a good coach. But we are gonna see how that goes as well. Now I'm getting to this draft. But before I get into the draft, I want to take my time out to shout out a couple people. Ladarius Webb, Nickel State alum, former Baltimore Ravens lockdown corner, having a football camp in Thibodeau this weekend. Unqualified sports going to be there. Shout out to him, man, for bringing back, bring, you know, reaching back to help the youth, man. And also, it's going to be hosted by Thibodeau's own, I know him as Turk. He also goes by Ernest Harvey Jr., Camp Moolah. Man, this dude got a skills. He got a skills camp that he do. He got just, he, he just, he, he helped the youth with their skills. He, he going, he turning so many, so many of these young, these young little dudes out here into great talented players, building up young men. Shout out to him too. Turk, I'm calling you out, bro. I'm trying to get this interview with you, big dog. We got to talk about this draft, man. We got to talk about what you're doing, man. I want to help. I want to, I want to, I want to promote you, bro. I want to put you out there. You know what I'm saying? You helping me. I'm trying to help you too. I want to put you out there because you know what you're doing is great and more people need to know about it. You know what I'm saying? So let's get it, bro. Let's get this interview going, bro. I see what you're doing. Keep doing it, big dog. Keep doing it. But anyway, back to the draft. So everybody debating on who should the Browns take first and who's the top four quarterbacks and blah, 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 blah. Okay. One more shout out. Shout out to Marcus Spears. Southside Baton Rouge Jones. Marcus Spears. He said something on Golick and Wingo this morning that I hope everybody that likes sports listen in and heard what he said. Because everybody making this thing about the quarterback. Oh, it's a quarterback-driven league, and you should take a quarterback first, and blah, 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 and da, 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 da. And he said this. He said, Mel Kuyper, he said, I know you're going to look at me like I'm stupid, and everybody think I'm done for this. He said, but how about this? How about the Browns take Saquon Barkley first, take Bradley Chubb fourth, and ride the wave with Tyrod Taylor 
or pick up somebody in free agency. He said, because if you got uh, Josh Gordon and you got um, and you got uh, Landry on the other side with Corey Cooper and you got Saquon coming out the backfield, that's an attractive spot. Plus, their defensive line going to be retarded. And he said, like he said, Defensive, the, the defensive line been winning the been winning the Super Bowls every year. They making the plays that win the Super Bowls almost every year. It's always the defensive lineman or some type of defensive player that's making the. So why not take the best defensive player in the draft, the best overall player in the draft, and make it happen? But you know, Mel Kiper said this is a quarterback driven league, and that's stupid. Of course, that's stupid. To you know these ex quote unquote experts, but I guess I'm just as much of an expert. That's why I tell you, I'm giving y'all qualified opinions, and I'm piggybacking off my partner. He ain't my partner yet, but I know I'm gonna meet him at some point in time. Marcus Spears, cause he's from Southside Baton Rouge, and that's just how we roll, right? Cause I'm out there by I don't know if you're from the bottom or the top, whatever it is, but that boy from Southside Baton Rouge, you hear me? So either way the cut go, he gonna I see eye to eye with him, especially on this point. Why not take the best two players in the draft other than taking the quarterback? Ain't nobody. Saying that these quarterbacks that's in the draft are Peyton Manning guess, Andrew Luck esque, uh any one of these dudes, like they not even saying that they even remotely close to these dudes, but they just they didn't ranked all these little dudes so high up. And you gotta take a quarterback. Who the Giants gonna take? Giants need an offensive lineman. You know, I'll be trying to think who the hell the Cowboys gonna take. We need a t- another team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Hopefully we get Steven Ridley, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what we gonna do. But either way, that's not that's not what's up for the up for discussion. It's all about the top top five, ten picks, fifteen picks. And you know, they talking about the Browns. The Browns got so many picks. Will the Patriots trade up? Uh well, who will the Bills take? Blah, blah, blah. They making all this noise about these quarterbacks, right? But you know who ain't getting enough noise? Lamar Jackson not getting enough noise. And I'm sorry if this gonna seem like a biased podcast. Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the draft. He not only won the Heisman one year, he didn't even get talked about for the Heisman the second year and had better numbers than the first year. He can move and throw the ball. You know who they say is elite at moving and throwing the ball in the NFL and who's one of the top quarterbacks in the league? Aaron Rodgers. You know who else does that well? Uh, Russell Wilson, maybe? Super, both of these Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. You know who else just came and shocked the world and everybody, ain't nobody know what to do with him? Deshaun Watson. Now, is he as great as these players? Maybe not. But he don't get the same. He don't get none of the same talk like these other, like Sam Darnold and, and Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield. I like Baker Mayfield. But everybody talking about these dudes. And these dudes not even putting up the same numbers as Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, not only more athletic, he could throw the ball. He can run and throw the ball. He he fast. Now, now I, I'm just gonna put this out there. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like uh, a time to kill. Like I, I'm aging myself a little bit. But everybody close your eyes real quick and let's just imagine a quarterback, six three, about 210, 220 pounds, got a cannon for an arm. Could run like a sub four five, almost four three. But he's white. You know how he'll be the number one draft pick, best quarterback ever come out of whatever it is, because he got all the skills. But because this a black dude, <laughs> it's like, oh, 
We need to make him a receiver. He's probably better at that. He can catch the ball, but he can't throw the ball. And, man, look, it is what it is. You call me what you want. It is what it is, bro. Like, black quarterbacks still have a lot to prove in this in this NFL world as far as that position. And and I'm one of the people that, that, that knocked the black quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But they got some talented brothers that's just not getting a shot. And they not these coaches are not conforming to their system. You saw what Bill O'Brien did. Bill O'Brien said, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna imp- implement a system that this dude could thrive in. And that's what that's all that you know, I used to blame on the black quarterback. Well, some of them, they don't know how to lay down. They don't know how to just say, I'm gonna preserve myself to keep playing. They think, oh, I'm gonna out-athlete you. Let me tell you something. Everybody on the defensive side of the ball is damn near just as athletic as you. Don't try to out-athlete them. They are paid mercenaries. They trying to hurt you. Lay down. Make the smart play. It's okay. It's okay to do that. You're going to have a longer career. But they're not implementing systems for these black quarterbacks like they are for these white quarterbacks. Let's make them thrive. Lamar Jackson going to be the steal of the draft. I'm telling you, he's going to be one of the steals of the draft. Shout out uh, Geis, too, man. Geis, he out there south, too. He's going to be slept on. Whoever get him, they got a hell of a running back. A hell of a running back. Believe that. I'm telling y'all. So, y'all just keep your eye open for this stuff. I'm telling you, I might sound like I'm crazy. Again, like I say, shout out Marcus Spears. Shout out all them people. You just know. You just know. Shout out Ladarius Well. Shout out Camp Moolah. We're going to be there. Somebody going to be there from Unqualified Sports this weekend, making sure we catch some footage of what y'all doing, man, because y'all doing great things. And we want to make sure that if if it's just a small world that we got, that they going to know about it if they don't already know. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast. We really, really appreciate y'all listening in. We appreciate y'all support and love. Look, man, make sure if y'all want to interact with us, go follow us on IG underscore unqualified sports, uh, unqualified sports on Facebook, um, unqualified SPRT on Twitter. Uh, make sure y'all go follow us on all forms of social media, bro. Just search unqualified sports. We there. We, we, we love y'all. We support y'all. We want the, we love we love that we y'all giving us the support back. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Man, look. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all be blessed, man. Y'all really have a great, a great one, and we'll see y'all soon. Or talk to y'all soon. <laughs>